welcome back to the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we have a different story to talk about. It could be a comic, could be a movie, TV show, something else, who knows? We read it, we watch it, we do what we have to do. We come back here and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm doing fine this weekend. It's Puppy Bowl weekend, known to many other people as... Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> Watching the Puppy Bowl. Is that your plans for that day? Yeah. Uh, to watch the Puppy Bowl. And then after that, when the actual Super Bowl starts, I'm going to go out to the stores and do some shopping when nobody will be in them. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not super into sports all that much. I grew up watching them, but just no real interest to like keep following them. So I, I'll be watching the Super Bowl, but I, I I have no skin in the game. I have no stakes. I I don't really Mm -hmm. care at all. Uh, I'm usually just there for all the commercials and trailers and, and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see. But, um. We just got done doing a reaction to the new uh, trailer for Nope, the the new Jordan Peele movie. So that will be up on our YouTube page uh, very shortly here. I guess by the time this goes public, it will already be be up there and have been up there for some time. So go check it out if you have not already. But what are we here to talk about this week? This week. It is also Valentine's Day weekend, so that, yeah. that's what we did here. We did a romantic comedy called The Incredible Jessica James. This is from 2017, uh, written and directed by James C. Strauss. Uh, I, 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 I vaguely remember this when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And then just didn't think anything of it because it like I, I don't watch romantic comedies unless it's for here on the show and stuff like that because <laughs> um, like i i think i remember one of my roommates watching it when it came out and i like i remember a certain scene in there that i, I was like oh I, va- I vaguely remember like that scene being on in the house somewhere and mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the incredible jessica james is what we watched here for the review show 193 uh, I pitched this one because, yes, it was Valentine's Day, but February mm. is also Black History Month. And there was a, mm-hmm. a black main character in this and a few a- a- other black actors. Uh, just thought it'd, it'd be to be, be nice to get some more uh, more black presence on the screen uh, and here mm-hmm. on the podca- po- podcast. So that is what we watched this week. Melissa. Now that we've watched it, thoughts on the incredible Jessica James? It was pretty charming when you said you just went into Netflix and found three random romantic comedies. I really did. That could be (laughs) any any level of quality, right? And like even a high quality rom-com, like they can hit people in very different ways. I I watched some rom-coms, but I don't know. I'm always worried like, oh, this could be really cute. It could be really uplifting or it will just bum me out about being single. I don't know how I'm going to react. So I stay away from them at large. But I, th- this was a very unique 
very personal, very charming story. Yes, absolutely. I uh, like I said, I don't really, really watch romantic comedies unless it's for here on the show. Uh, So, yeah, I I was I went into this kind of expecting not to really like it uh, to walk Mm. away from this and just be like, you know what? It was fine, but it was not for me. And I think on one hand, I did. It, It was Fine, it was not for me, but on the other hand, yeah, this was a lot more charming than I expected. This was very unique, as you said. This was like it 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 had a lot of flavor and personality that I think a typical rom-com doesn't have. Like this mm-hmm. this is not your like per, like your 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 your, your standard rom-com girl meets guy or guy meets girl and then they go on a handful of dates and then one of them does something wrong and then they have to overcome that and then oh my god it's true love and they live happily ever after i think my favorite bit from this movie is how is where this movie ends up yeah it is romantic but it's not them together in the typical sense if that mm. makes I mean, I guess it doesn't make sense right now to you guys out there because <laughs> maybe you haven't seen the movie yet. But yeah, I'll say uh, that the movie ends on a, uh, a a series of successes for the main character in different parts of her life. And the romance yes. is only one part of that. Yeah, it's it's kind of part. Uh, yeah. Part rom-com, part coming-of-age st- st- story, mm. part, uh, not, because for, for the main character, it's not a coming-of-age st- 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 story, but it, it is more of just a, a, a drama about her life and the success she eventually finds, uh, mm. or, and, and how, just how, how she redefines success, I guess. Maybe I, 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 I don't know if she's really redefining it for for her, but is 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 finally starting to find it. Uh, and I, I, I think that is putting her in a good place where she is uh, happy with where she is, with who she, she is, with who she's with, uh, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. She's just like, you know what? All, all this isn't so bad. Like it's I'm, I'm actually in a good spot. And I think that was maybe the best part of the the film is just that 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 ending mm-hmm. there. So yeah, I I I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. But again, on one hand, it's a rom com, so I was just like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> it is. It is well performed. It is very funny in certain parts, and it yes. does have a couple of unique. There are some good laughs twists to it where uh Mm -hmm. it adds things where you were not expecting to be in there yep absolutely absolutely um yeah i i i say go check it out it's it's not uh i I don't know why a rom-com would be intrusive but hey it's not intrusive (laughs) it's not offensive (laughs) no it is a pleasant time a lot of charm yeah yeah. Yeah. I, you I, you feel lonely. You need some company. Jessica James could be there for you. 
And indeed, I, I mentioned on the captain's log this past week uh that within the first five minutes i had like two or three like genuine really good laughs i was like oh this is good i like this so go check it out the incredible jessica james is available on netflix uh if you guys want to go watch it yeah with that we will get into our housekeeping uh and then when we get back from that we'll dive into the movie a little bit deeper and get into spoilers stuff like that so we will be right back we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make and yes we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you check them all out you can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam. We love you a Thanks, lot. We Sam. appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool things that we have been up to here at the Whatnots. Like I mentioned at the start, we just did our trailer reaction for Nope. Uh, the Super Bowl is coming up. If there's some good, good trailers and stuff, we might do a like a trailer roundup of all the Super Bowl stuff. Uh, so keep an eye out for, for that. Uh, Crossplay, uh, we recorded on Thursday this week. So this past Thursday. Ah. Uh, so it will already be out by time this goes live. It should be out. It's, t it's 12.25 in, in, the, in the afternoon right now here on the East Coast. Crossplay is technically already live. Um, and Nintendo had a huge Nintendo Direct this week. And it was amazing uh there's a new kirby game which we knew about but there's 48 new courses on mario kart they announced what nintendo switch sports so if you liked wii sports there's a whole new one of those it has volleyball and sword fighting and golf and more bowling and god it just there, there was so it, much good stuff that they announced and brought back yes fencing or sword fighting it's it's not it's really not either of them you've seen those <laughs> those uh like game shows where they have they put like two people on a big raised platform and they have to like american gladiators it's more like that where they're they're doing the q-tips yeah not that but it it, oh. it is like an actual like foam sword. I, I say foam, but it's a video game. They're on a single <laughs> platform. 
right? Okay. And the two people are on that platform, but it, it is very, 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 very small. So yeah, you have to fight them and I guess like knock them off of the platform to win. So I don't know. It's not fencing, but it's it's not. I, I guess it's sword fighting. <laughs> Sure. I don't know. So go check that stuff out if you guys want to uh, get caught up on all the video game news of the week. The Captain's Log was a lot of fun uh, this week, too. We we sure talked about baloney and uh, Madam yeah. Web. And you, you found out what uh, lunch meat my sex life is the most like. So mm. <laughs> there you go. Go check all that stuff out. Uh, but with that... I say we get on to spoilers. Okay. Ooh. So, Melissa, I I do want to mention the first thing in this movie that really made me laugh, and I think just completely mm. and um, amazingly set the tone for mm. this film. Uh, similar to how when last week when we were discussing in the mood for love and there's that like scene where they're both moving in and it's just cramped and small and chaotic and you know there's no space this has a similar scene in like i said how much it sets the the tone Mm. of the film Shortly, like just a couple minutes into the film, you see the main character with headphones in, in her ap- ap- apartment, uh, just completely rocking out and da- dancing and being silly and shaking her hips and moving and just having a blast. And it is it's a great introduction to the character uh but she she goes from dances that are silly to like oh she almost knocked something down to like okay now she's trying to be a little more sexy and do that like she's just she's having fun she's feeling herself and then she gets on this chair backwards kind of like she's she's doing a lap dance or straddling someone And while she's straddling this chair, kind of looks up and kind of slows her dancing because she's looking at something. And at first you don't know what it is. But then the camera just like smash cuts to what she's seeing. Right. And it's it's her bread, her peanut butter and her jelly. And she's she's sitting there like. I mean, I could make a sandwich right now <laughs> so then, yes it's like the 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 next the next thing you, you, you see is her just sitting there by herself just eating oh. a sandwich and if that isn't the most like realistic like thing <laughs> in, like God, it was so good i laughed so hard i was like yes that was great i love her she's amazing <laughs> it is a great opening scene and she goes and dances up to the roof of her building against like the New York City skyline there's lights yeah. strung up up there it is a, a very cool sequence and that is the the second scene of the movie the movie opens mm-hmm. with her on like a, a a tinder date with a guy she's barely talked to and uh, at the end it turns out that this is just a ploy like she wasn't interested in meeting him. She just knows that this is a bar that her ex usually goes to on this night. 
And yeah. she just wanted him to see her there with another guy to try and make him jealous. That's the entire yep. point. And yeah. something about this movie that I found weirdly endearing is that Jessica is kind of mean. <laughs> she's kind of rude to a lot of people. Like the guy she's on she, a she date has with. That, like, like, she, she has that like New York rudeness, which I like. I... Personally, I kind of just like, oh, oh, they're from New York. That's just how they, they they have to be, right? Like, I, but yeah, you're you're right. She is. I think the word they use is like very forthright. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> like the guy she's on the date with is like really just there to see, like, could I hook up with her? But like, he's very just sort of plain and mild mannered. Like, he's not being a creep about it, and she, she's harsher on this guy than the situation calls for which i found like i said strangely endearing and there are moments like that throughout the whole movie yeah. when she's dancing through her apartment building she like walks by like some neighbor carrying a basket of laundry and like knocks something off the top of his basket and i'm like what's your beef with that guy <laughs> he has to pick up his towel he just walked but, but normally she, she blows him a kiss and acts sexy to like tease him and do like she's having fun. She's just she's playing around. She's not like, oh, that guy. Fuck you. <laughs> what? You don't knock over someone's clean laundry in a, a stairwell that probably hasn't been swept. In New York, yeah. I, <laughs> I, she is on the floor and gum. And <laughs> she's a. <laughs> She's harsher around the edges than I think a normal rom-com protagonist would be. And instead Absolutely. of being yeah. off-putting, it, it's weirdly charming that the movie lets her be so messy and, and yeah. ma making a lot of poor judgment calls and like uh, judging people in a way that perhaps she, she doesn't really need to at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's in... Interesting. So let me just, I I don't remember the actress's name. Uh, stars Jessica Williams, I guess is her mm. name. We when when we pitched this, um, we found out that she is uh the senior. She is best known for her work as the senior correspondent on the Daily Show and as the co-host of the podcast Two Dope Queens. Uh. So I'm not super familiar with the stuff that she's like her her, her acting career and stuff. Mm -hmm. Apparently, she's also been in Fantastic Beasts uh, and Where to Find. Or no, she's been in the sequel to that. Mm. She's been in The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, so I'm, I'm not super familiar with her work in that stuff. But I have heard of The Daily Show. I've heard of Two Dope <laughs> Queens. Right. So like I, I, I know. I, I know her more as a podcast Post mm. than as an actress, which uh, is interesting for the sh for the movie in the sense that she is a theater teacher. She is a playwright like she she's wanting to get she's not an actress herself, but mm. she's wanting to write them. Um, but it, it just like a small connection there. But for her acting skills, I. I was oddly drawn to her acting skills because and I, I, I mean this in the nicest way possible. I, I don't necessarily think she's a good actor, 
but she's so herself and she's so mm. normal and so like is like oh that is someone that i would just meet out on the out on the street that like i'm i'm not mad that she's like i mean she's not a bad actress by any means but it's just like i can like i like I guess it's maybe more the v- v- vibe that I got off of her. Mm. It's just that she's just so normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, she seems like I, she's just. I liked that. Yeah, she seems like she's just being herself. Like as many yeah. sort of odd flights of fancy as this movie has, it has like fantasy sequences in it. There are yeah. sort of more outrageous things where it's like. I really don't think that is the gift you would bring to your sister's baby shower. But in a lot of other aspects of it, it feels make sense. But yeah, (laughs) it feels very down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. There there is, like you said, just something strangely charming about her uh, that is just she's a fun character to follow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I had a blast. Uh with with this and with 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 her uh and this has one of my favorite actors uh in this too lakeith stanfield who plays the ex-boyfriend so he's not in this too much uh but he is there in the back around every so often uh and at one point has a piano fall on him (laughs) which i was not expecting i I really liked how they used her ex i i don't remember his name but let me see if she's, i can look up his name they yeah. dated for about two years and i think they've now been broken up for like a a, a couple months and she's damon. having a hard time That's his name. damon yeah. and she's having a hard time getting over it like she thought she was really in love with him and she has these fantasy sequences or dream sequences and the first one you don't know that's what it is she's just sitting at her desk working on one of her plays and then she hears a noise outside and she looks and out on the ledge there's damon and he's like going to jump because he's so distraught at like what happened between the two of them and uh (laughs) the scene ends when he does jump or he falls he trips and it's yeah it's a weirdly beautiful shot it's just like (laughs) blank sidewalk and street and just like splayed out like a little geometric figure a little like Keith Stanfield and then some neighbor just like just walks over him st- yeah just like literally right. steps over him inst- instead of like being like and like walking around or like right. being like oh my god do you need help <laughs> I just saw you fall off this building there. right and, and then just Jessica like on. snaps <laughs> Jessica snaps out of it and you see that she's still like there at her desk writing and what she's written is just get out of my head, Damon. Yeah, there, there I, is I like the, that this twist. Neat, like magical realism. Like, yeah, she's, they're, they're mostly dream sequences of when she's actually asleep. But that one in particular think, is more of like a yeah. daydream, just kind of zoning out and imagining things Uh, would which is neat. I I liked how they 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 did those those things because yeah, they always end in some kind of ridiculous like oh my god, and then he dies. Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is her like working out her emotions with him and what she really wants from him. Like, uh, does she mm-hmm, want him yeah. back? Does she want him to apologize? Does she want him to just confess? Like 
yes, it was as serious for me at, at the time as fault? it was for you. Was this his right. fault? Yeah. yeah. She's just trying to process this. And every one of these scenes, he just like appears in front of her. The two of them have a dialogue and then he dies in some Looney Tunes fashion. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time we saw s- someone die from getting hit with the piano in a movie or cartoon in like modern day times because <laughs> i i feel like the number of piano deaths have gone way down since we mm. were kids yeah i don't know man. i don't know good stuff good stuff <laughs> too bad we didn't have in the that movie- on our bingo cards death by piano dies, but yeah by piano <laughs> right even in the movie the piano there's a fantasized death of what if this wait, piano wait, wait. killed me but it the doesn't piano. actually happen the Panano. Panano, right. yeah. From Jane Campion has dog. rewritten the history. Uh, refer <laughs> the to her earlier film as The Panano, please. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah. I, that, I, I liked his character, though. And you, you were about to say something. And like, that's one of these series of successes she has at the end of the film. She's got like these different quadrants of her life where she needs to reach some sort of closure she needs to level up in some fashion and that's one of them the we almost spend at the end of the movie more time with damon than we spend with boone the like primary love interest it's her and damon they she uh this theater camp she's been teaching the kids all have like a showcase of these little plays they've written and he came there to like see her kids perform and like see her her introduce this thing because he's like i remember how much this means to you Dude, yeah. Very sincerely, he's like, we're not together anymore, but I still like support your goals. I mean you well. And like they they hug each other and they're like, let's meet and talk again, uh, <laughs> which is it's good progress of them trying to not rekindle it's a nice. relationship, but just sort of make sure that they have a a steady, healthy friendship. Yeah, which is something I don't think you you see a lot, both in yeah. Hollywood and in real life, uh, mm. Whereas, like if you break up with an ex chances are you're probably not gonna talk with them again you're gonna cut them out of your life unfollow them from all social media maybe even block them Mm. that's not to necessarily suggest that all breakups are bad ones but Mm -hmm. even still like i think a lot of people just default to like all right well let's separate like as much as we can and Mm. and just go our own separate ways and you rarely see people break up and then at like at the end of the day still somehow have some kind of friendship um there to be like hey you know yeah we 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 can meet for coffee we can talk if I see you walking your dog in my neighborhood. Like, I'm not going to be like, mm. what the fuck? Why are you in my neighborhood? Uh, like, all, all of that stuff. Um, like, yeah, like, you, you just don't see relationships like that, which I think is a nice thing to see in the f- mm. f- film, that this can happen. Um, yeah. Not necessarily going to but it just it is a possibility um yeah and i i think i've seen other rom-coms where one of the characters goals is to uh get one over on their ex like show up their ex 
uh, you know, like get revenge on them or prove that their new life is like so much better, more impressive. They're doing better in life than their exes. And I like that the goal with this is just I want to reach closure with my ex. And I'd yeah. like if we were still in each other's lives in some way. Yeah, because the break, you, you don't, I, I, I don't think they say what the exact reason for the breakup was. I, I think they, they, they mentioned some things, but they mm. kind of leave it a little vague. Um, but from what they do tell you and the interactions between Jessica and Damon, it it just it they are young enough where I think they just they don't really know what to do is mm. the, is the thing that I got of just like, well, she was the one that broke up with him is what we learn. But then he also just didn't know what to do. Like he 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 was still in love with her, too, mm. but just it she seems so like, well, that's it we're done that he was like well i guess i'll just respect that and mm. like leave her alone but then she, she's kind of upset that he has just like left her alone and didn't fight for this thing so it's just this like big miscommunication but at the mm. same time i think they've realized that yeah maybe they aren't right for each other in a romantic sense per se but Maybe just a regular f f friendship. It it just it, yeah. It it seemed very realistic. Where the whole thing was just a miscommunication. Like no one, like at least as far as we know, like had an affair or cheated or mm. did something that is like this is unforgivable. How dare you do X, Y, and Z? It's just like well, I, I guess it was just a misunderstanding technically, but mm. I think it was for the best, right? Mm. Um. So, yeah, just some some interesting decisions there and how they portray that that relationship. That mm -hmm. I, liked. I also really liked her dynamic with Boone. First off, I they don't have a meet cute. It is her <laughs> friend who is an improv performer said, oh, I did a series of um, skits at his company as part of a like diversity awareness like sexual harassment seminar like if you're in this situation what should you do she was just one of those actors and she's like mm -hmm. yeah i met him he, he wouldn't talk much but he seemed cool maybe you could go out with him and like she just gets like casually set up like he's just <laughs> through a mutual acquaintance <laughs> i don't yeah. think you see that a lot sometimes you see like very purposeful matchmaking or the i've run into a stranger or we met through an app i don't think i've seen I met a guy once who seemed okay. <laughs> yeah. There's this random guy that him? I met. Yeah. You want, you want to meet this rando here that I, mm -hmm. that I, that I found? Uh, and a, 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 like the, the, the joke of that though, is that mm. she doesn't like actually know him. It It mm. is literally that she just happened to do those, like those uh, sexual mm. har harassment things for his company. Yeah, but that's it. Like, that's all she, she, she knows. Like, it it sounds like she's barely even like met him or shook his hand, <laughs> <laughs> but still has some like business contact with mm. with, with him. So, yeah, it's it was really funny because she ends up 
sleeping with him that first night that they go Mm -hmm. go out. Um, And then when she reveals that to her best friend, she's just like, oh, my God, I barely even knew him. You did that? Amazing. Like, go you. (laughs) And she's like, what? You barely knew him? I thought you knew him. Like, (laughs) Right. I thought you had vetted him as a a guy who was good. And she's like, I I mean, he like was good at role playing in the sexual harassment seminar. So I presumed he would be. But I don't really know him personally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Good stuff there. Yeah, I I liked her best friend. I thought she she was a super supportive character. Yeah, Um, I I love the scene in the coffee shop. Just like free coffee for everyone. My friends fly into London and getting this thing. Oh, that's good. As she's waving around a vibrator. (laughs) Right. I like Tasha a lot. I used to go see a lot of live improv theater and she did seem exactly like the people I would see doing improv theater. She felt very realistic. Yes. Yeah. And I do like her hanging out with with Jessica early in the movie and Jessica just turns to her and says, what are you vibing with lately? And I, I thought that was like. Oh, maybe your friend is is queer like and she's music, like, are you, are you feeling? In... Yeah, right. Like, it's like, are you more interested in men or women nowadays? Like, what is your dating experience like right now as opposed to mine? And instead, <laughs> it is a conversation about what vibrators are good. Yeah, And it's like they've different like one of them's got like, well, I've got one trusty one I've used for years. And the other one's like, well, I've got several of them. I can't stick with just one. And like and at the end of like, the movie, oh my god, you have more than one. She goes. The, the funny thing is, like, have you known a man to meet all of you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Needs? And she goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> mm. It's good. It's funny. And at the end of the movie, where she uh, she gets into that theater program, and she wants to give a gift to Tasha for being so supportive of her for all these years. She does bring her like the best vibrator on the market. And she brings it to her, like, unboxed, like, wrapped in tissue paper. And she just opens it up there in the middle of this coffee shop, which is, like, yeah, (laughs) which is funny, which is it's very sweet as a moment between the two of them and how, like, it's also open and supportive they are of each other. Yes. Like, hey, don't open it. Like, she doesn't say don't open this here. No, she seems like she does open it. They're not like, oh my god, hide it! Like, what are you doing? She's sitting there waving it around, being like, "Hey, everyone, look at me! Free coffee for everyone!" Just waving around this this vibrator. So, but yeah, I yeah, which is another example of Jessica being so in her own world that she's not super unashamed. To be who yeah, she yeah, is. yeah. But sometimes to the point where you are a little worried about, like, should you stop and consider the feelings of the people around you in this coffee shop that maybe they don't want to see you like openly gift your best friend an unwrapped vibrator? It's she's always <laughs> on the line of like, I'm so happy you're you. Could you think a little bit more about your surroundings? Do you think that might be helpful? Ah, oh, man, be be you. That's what I say. That's what Dr. Pepper says, says to be you. Or you get all your medical <laughs> advice. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so let's talk a little bit more about Boone. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, he he is this guy who's going through a divorce. Uh, he invented an app, uh, which at first they don't really say what it is, but it pays his rent. Uh, you, it's unclear, like, how big his staff is, like how many people mm-hmm. he has working for him. But it seems to be I mean, it's doing well enough that it at least pays his rent. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And the service, once you find out what the app d- 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 does, it does seem like the service requires a few more employees to at mm-hmm. least run the tech and the servers and that the clients and, you know, all, all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, you don't find out what the app is until like more than half way in and it's an app called Hi Mom, where mm-hmm. they basically use artificial intelligence to communicate with someone like your mom uh, mm-hmm. so that you don't have to. They look at your social media, all that stuff, and they will send that person text messages or stuff like it is you to be like i think the example he's he sends is like oh my god yes that cat meme was funny and cute mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like but it it will you know use all of your social media to actually say something that you would say it's a weird app it's a strange app but it's it's like i get it and i think that's her reaction to is like she goes that's actually kind of cool i i get it like i yeah I, I don't know if i would use it but i like and and then we learn her strained relationship with mm. her parents and it's like oh that's why she understands that like she's not she's on rocky ground with her parents not because she hates them or they hate her she just there was a lot of tension that happened in their family and it kind of split them apart uh and it's just kind of this unfortunate thing of like well i was always kind of the black sheep of the family so i'm just gonna kind of go be me and do my own thing um so yeah just in in interesting app interesting move but he's he's also in this weird position where he's still i i i I don't know if in love is the right word but as he does mention in the film he was married to this Mm -hmm. person like they had a strong enough connection and relationship that they at one point decided to spend the rest of their lives together and He's now divorced. She has found someone else. He's kind of stuck. He's stalking her, but in in the same way that Jessica was trying to be was was peacocking. Right. And at at the bar being like, oh, I have a date here, too. I just happen to be here on the Friday night that you like to be here. He just he likes to happen to be in the neighborhood. Right. And happen to be Mm -hmm. like on the phone setting up a date outside of the apartment of of his his ex-wife just so maybe she can like look out the window and see him being like oh he's setting up a date oh good for him right but that's Mm. not what happens at all (laughs) I, i i like how he's he's also he's not as much of a pushover as tinder guy 
was, mm. he was just so plain and a, a pushover, but also Boone's character is all, like he's plain in an introverted way. Like he's not an mm. uninteresting guy, but he's mm. quiet. He keeps to himself. Uh, like all, all, all of that stuff. And so, yeah, he, he does come off a little bit awkward, right? Where uh, I, I, I think there's, he's, just, he's just the complete opposite of who Jessica is, right? She is loud and boisterous and doesn't care who, who is around her. And he's, he's a little more reserved and like... Like you, like you are suggesting, like thinking about the people around him to not be so mm. la, 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 loud or stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's an interesting mix to kind of see them together uh, and see his like dry wit kind of get the best of Je- 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 Jessica. Um, <laughs> they, they have some I, funny mo- 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 moments too. I. I really like the dynamic between the two of them. The way they yeah. they banter with each other is one of the highlights of the film. They've got great chemistry. Absolutely. I really like how the movie depicts the difference between Jessica coming off of a breakup and Boone coming off of a divorce and how truly different yeah. that feels to him and how he's still like in this weird headspace about it. And he's like, Jessica, me and her stood up in front of all our friends and family and said we would love each other forever. Like, that's taking me a while to, like, walk back from. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I... (laughs) I do like that he's not stalking his wife, but he's just sort of lingering in sort of, like, a a sad, lonely way. Like, maybe she'll see me and we'll, like... (laughs) Right, yeah. He's hoping he'll see her also be sad, maybe. (laughs) And I love that, like, when she and her boyfriend, like, see him outside, she's, like, she sends the boyfriend out, and the boyfriend's just, like, not being threatening. He's, like, hey, man, do you want to come up and, and talk about anything? And we look up, and the wife just sort of, like, yeah, just sort of <laughs> waves from the window, like, hey, hey, Poon, I'm, I'm here. You could just call me. Yeah. It, 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 it is, like, this high, like, it's, it's this, it's, it's understanding, but it, it is concern. Right. Yes. It is like, yeah. Hey, this is weird, but it's also sad. Like, are yes. Are you okay? Do 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 you need help? Do mm. you need us to call someone? Yeah. Like all all that stuff. Yeah. And, and it's just. And but but then like in some of those moments and interactions, you do just you find out weird things about him too. Where like uh the, when he like. He's already awkward enough as it is, just kind of being introverted and shy and mm-hmm. quiet. But then just to see how skittish he is when he's on the phone, like just like leaning up against mm-hmm. the tr- uh, uh, against the tree and then looks up and sees her and just completely spazzes out and knocks out all of the the trash cans is <laughs> ridiculous. And then when mm-hmm. he's trying to like stand up for himself when the the new boyfriend does come out and he kicks the trash can and like it's the same foot that he hurt when he knocked them all down and he's just like god he's just he's a spaz like it's Mm. kind of funny to like see him 
try and stand up for himself when he's he's not good at it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, okay, One. dude, good for you. You're trying. <laughs> One aspect of this movie that was really interesting is that both Jessica and Boone are still obsessively checking their ex's Instagram accounts and they confess this to each other and they have the idea of let's unfollow our exes. Like, let's get over that closure, but we'll follow each other's exes that we can let the other one know if there is any major life update happening. Uh, I, I, that could have been the premise for an entire movie, <laughs> but it's just like one brief ingredient in this narrative. And it has one of the best jokes of the movie, which is where uh, Boone's ex is a, uh, a, a food stylist, you know, just, just cause he mentions photos uh, of her lunch and Jessica's like, Oh, she's one of those people who takes a photo of every meal. And he's like, yeah. But that is her job. She is an award-winning, like, food photographer. And she's, uh, and he's like, you, should, you probably would like following her. It's beautiful pictures of all this food. He's like, she really knows how to handle meat. And then he says, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I don't take that the wrong way. No, they, uh, what I meant was she does know what to do with a penis. Yes. <laughs> she does know how to ha- handle a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on they they make a callback to that when but mm-hmm. not as like blatantly like here's the next j- joke but yeah but she they do mention like oh she knows she really knows how to handle a banana <laughs> <laughs> i love what you do with carrots right yeah <laughs> Yeah, that that was good. They have some genuine because they 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 show this picture of a cheeseburger yeah. when they're talking about it, and she's she's like, man, it's such a great photo of a hamburger. Like she really knows what to do with meat. Yeah, <laughs> so good, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I like that dynamic. I yeah, there there are there are things in this that I think could have been. Different spinoff or like not not spinoffs, but little, like you said, like this could have been the plot. Um, yeah. And I think this is also one of the on, on one hand, the interesting things about the movie, but also what like I, I I mentioned at the start that this was also kind of one part coming of age tale. And I wish it kind of focused more on that, to be honest. Mm. Um, I I almost like this almost could have been like a school of rock style movie okay, yeah. with 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 Jessica as the Jack Black figure in this this like theater program for kids because there is one uh kid in there her name is Chandra um mm-hmm. and all of these kids they it's this like after school theater program uh it is they're about to go on this field trip where they get to go uh meet this award winning playwright and they get to write their own plays and have them critiqued and acted out by these professional actors and mm. local mm. actors um and and it's just it, you know it's a neat experience for the kids to get that real life experience and then to see their play performed by actual actors and uh that like the character of chandra really 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 reminds jessica of herself mm. 
and mm-hmm. the trouble that she went through as a kid watching her parents split her parents sp- split and be d- divorced uh which is also maybe a connection to Boone that she has there of him going th- through that divorce and her now understanding it differently Mm -hmm. like there could have been something there but we don't really get that aspect of their relationship in that Mm -hmm. and with chandra like it's it's a a few sweet moments to see her in the midst of this and i loved every second of it i wish there was more like Mm -hmm. i i thought that that like b plot was fantastic and i like that that could have been the entire plot of the movie and it kind of gets glossed over and i don't like that but it's also in there enough where i'm satisfied but like i like it's not like it i'm I'm in this weird position right where like what we got was excellent i liked it a lot it wasn't too much where it took away from the rom-com and was its own thing but it was also strong enough that it could have been its own thing and i kind of want that mm-hmm. like i to be honest like i said i'm not a big fan of romantic comedies so yeah i was more interested in the in the dramatic stories like i think i would have liked to see her reconnect with her parents more and then finally go back to them and be like hey i understand now like what happened and what you went through all because she got to uh, to connect with chandra mm-hmm. how did you feel about that stuff the all all the the ch- children's plays and chandra's story and stuff like that i liked it a lot that was one of the things that drew me to picking this movie is that you mentioned she uh, you know, Jessica's a twenty-something who works for a, a ch- is a children's theater teacher and a playwright, and she's unlucky in love. Like that was part of the like Netflix blurb you read me, and I mm-hmm. thought that was a very interesting profession for like a romantic comedy lead to have, and I wanted to see that because uh, I'm a big fan of live theater. I was happy to see uh, her engage with these kids, and this is some of the best stuff in the movie because it just feels so down to earth and exactly. realistic yeah. there's a great crop of kids this really does seem like stuff i remember imagine a from... ferrari <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's a g- g- great scene mm-hmm. it reminds me of the exercises i would do in like eighth grade theater class or that i would uh and stuff that i would see when i would go see these improv shows it would be elevated versions of some of this stuff I liked it a lot. Yeah, she was very down to earth mm. with those kids. It was some of the best performance parts of it. And the storyline with her and Chandra is very touching. And again, it, it rides that line where she's getting almost too involved in this girl's life and too pushy. Where she's like, why can't you come to the writer's retreat? And she's like, that's my weekend with my dad. He's going to take me and my brother to Six Flags. And Jessica's like, Six Flags is dumb. You should be doing this. She gets like actually angry at this 10 year old in her theater class i I wouldn't say she was angry at the 10 year old i i think she is like she sees this as an opportunity for this kid and and yeah i mean it's not a bad thing to go to six Mm. flags or 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 stuff like that but i think she can see 
the the opportunity these kids have that maybe she didn't necessarily uh and mm-hmm. and i think being where she's f- 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 from like she can see how people can get stuck there or their mm. lives might not turn out so great and so to see a character like Sean Jara who is kind of in the middle of her parents being divorced and and stuff like she wants to give this kid the best and yeah her parents do too but it it is one of those things of like they're also going through a divorce they might be focused on other things right and knowing how she felt when her parents went through that stuff like if if I, I, I think the scenes with the kids in the theater is all about expressing emotion and how you mm-hmm. feel like she's she's typically seen like guiding these kids like, all right, you're on a beach and you, mm-hmm. you see this. Your mom is putting suntan lotion on your back. What do you smell? What do you see? Like all that stuff. And it is them learning to describe things and feel things feel emotions and connect with them which is exactly what she's trying to do with damon right mm. to like work through her emotions yeah. and describe all of that stuff to get c- c- closure and then move on to boone um but it, it like i i feel like these kids like I, I kind of agree with her that I feel like these kids need that opportunity more mm-hmm. so than going to Six Flags. Because yeah, it might be the more immediate fun of like roller coasters and rides and fun, but it, it they're like they then be bottling up all those emotions mm-hmm. and the feelings and not dealing with the stuff that's actually happening. Hmm. Uh, so the, the the fact that she does get a little pushy uh, and and wants to be like, no, like I want to fight for her going to this opportunity. Like I yeah, like I I just described it as pushy, but I don't think I actually would like I, I think she's OK to do what she did. Um, of course, though, she is also just a bit of abrasive in her character but she is also super respectful when she does get the opportunity to go to chandra's house and the mom Mm -hmm. does let her in to go talk with her she goes all right she was off on in in the house and is she she, you can just see her light up she's so excited and just like yes Mm -hmm. ma'am and like like takes off her shoes and like she's just like she's also still a kid, right? She's twenty five in, yeah. in the movie. So, yeah, like I just I I liked that story so much. Mm-hmm. I want more. <laughs> I did. I did like that she know. found this girl who she took a, a personal interest in, who she thought was really talented. Uh, yeah. Oh, like she, they were doing one of these visualization exercises and she's like, Chandra, what do you feel? And she's like, I don't know. I feel nothing. And she's like, well, come back in next week and write me a paragraph about what it feels like to feel nothing. And she has to read this paragraph in front of the class. And she's like, all right, kids, who has felt like this before? And the bunch of them raise their hands and she's like, Chandra, you've put into words a feeling everybody has, but doesn't know how to say. 
Like that's really special. And she just want to nurture that ability and give this girl this creative outlet when she's in a tough home situation and like really wants her to, it takes a specific personal interest in her. You're right. It isn't like, I just want all of the kids to go to this retreat in general. She's like, no, Chandra specifically, like really emotionally needs this. And I think she ends up not going, but she still wants to find another outlet for her. Like when she goes to the house afterwards and is like, if you want to write a play, I want to work on it with you. I want to get it performed. And Chandra ends up writing a play that is a, a monologue based on a story that Jessica had told the class about when she was a little kid and thinking she was going to get a dog for her birthday. But, it, you know, she mm-hmm. found out that her parents were expecting another baby and they couldn't afford a dog. And this caused all this uh, tr- tension in the family and her parents ended up splitting up. She said they asked us who we wanted to live with. And I kind of wanted to live with my dad, but I knew it would my, I didn't know if my mom could handle being alone as much as my father could. So I lived with my mom. <laughs> yeah. And like that is kind of one of the downsides of this movie is that you don't see that reconciliation with Jessica's mm. parents. Um, mm. I, I, I feel like the movie could have used a scene in there. But again, like that's also not what this movie is about per, yeah. per se. But it, it like it also is, though, mm. like it is. For Jessica, it's not a coming of age story, but a coming to terms story. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, she's not settling like she she is not someone who settles for just like, well, I guess this is life. She goes after what she 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 wants, but she's also discovering that she can find some of the things she wants in places she didn't expect. Um, And for I, I think just like her idea of success as a playwright doesn't necessarily mean being an award winning playwright or working in Hollywood. Mm. It, it could be as much as just helping out these younger children. And mm. she's now finding that success. And it, 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 I think she's also now finding success in her love life and things like that. But we just don't see that closure with her parents. Right. So I, it just it feels like this this part that's been left un, unclosed. I I agree that I think there's so many parts of this movie that could have been an entire movie. The entire movie could have been the deal with her and Boone where they follow each other's exes on Instagram. The whole movie could have been her and Chandra. The whole movie could have been her going back home for her parents, ba- for her little sister's baby shower. But I think yeah. the the way that that the narrative kind of departs the storyline about the family works because she went to New York in part to pursue her theater dreams, but also to get away from her family. And I think it does show that that is helping her. She can, if she doesn't want to deal with her family, they can be entirely out of her mind. She goes to, she deals with them when she has to physically be around them. And then she gets back to this, escape and she can put that out of her mind she can be around tasha you know who's her best friend like she's got tasha she's got boone damon to some degree chandra and the other kids like she can make a new family for herself oh yeah like she has absolutely enough oh like the i feel like she's already kind of at a point where she's like i am 
ambivalent about my family. If something important happens, my sister's going to have a baby. I'll be there. I'll show up. But I've never felt like I really fit in there. I don't feel like they get me. I'd rather be here. I know that that's out there for me if I want to connect to it, but I don't want to right now. I don't want to deal with my sure. family anymore. I just, I just want to that's be fair. here for my that's career fair. and my, my new relationships. Absolutely. Uh, so the last thing I wanted to say mm. on this film, uh, again, my favorite bit was the ending of, of mm. this film. I thought it wound up in a great place. Um, mm. at, after she kind of deals with Damon, who showed up at, at this this play uh, and she reconnects with him, she then goes to talk to Boone. Uh, and they they talk. He, she mentions that hey, she's gonna be going to London to like do mm. this 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 prestigious workshop um, thing. And then he's like, well, hey, like since I I, I built this app, like I have a, a bunch of frequent flyer miles. Uh, I probably have enough for you to take one more person. And so immediately you think like, oh, he's like you're gonna go with her like they're gonna have yeah. this like romantic getaway in london especially because um he he's from england or ireland <laughs> like it really yeah. seems like oh he's you're gonna there. be back yeah. in england what if i go with you i probably have family there i probably know the turf i probably need to get away from the place where i've been married to my ex-wife like you can right. see how that was going to happen uh and no and then it cuts and she's on the plane with tasha and she's on the plane with Chandra too. Well, th that's the thing is is yeah, they're, they're, she's on the plane with with Tasha, uh, but there's an empty seat in between them, and mm -hmm. you're just like, wait, so did did all three of them go? Like, is is Boone still there with them? Like, is he like what's happening here? And then no, it's it's Tasha or uh, it's Chandra who then comes back from using the bathroom on the on the plane or, or something and sits in between them and it's these three g -g -g girls and it's just like that's amazing that's so mm. sweet that she like well I, i'm sure in her own way she she was like what if tasha comes with me? what if sandra comes with me what if you stay here <laughs> like, <laughs> and and then he was willing to be like you know what sure why not yeah I, I will I, donate I, my frequent flyer miles so that you can bring your best friend and this this student you want to mentor with you to this theater fellowship experience yeah that's amazing. And yeah, yeah, they that is a great romantic gesture mm. uh, that I, I think a lot of romantic comedies would kind of stray away from. Yeah. They want to show the happily ever after, mm. like, and she got with the guy that she liked or that you wanted her to mm. be with or something like that. But this is like, you know what? I think we're in a good spot. How about you go have some fun here with yeah. your friends like you pursue your like there there is a confidence in in mm. that, that i really like and it's just this it's this this sweet like like oh they think they got to go like like they're they're chasing their yes. they're chasing their dreams how cool is that yeah it's it's very sweet i like that this is a romantic gesture that is not about the couple being together it's about 
you know, one of the partners giving the other one the chance to like do something with her and with her own friends, especially because she's had this dream of being this playwright and she wants to bring with her her friend who's an actor who's been with her on this journey and this young potential playwright she wants to mentor. Like, it's good that he recognizes like, uh, maybe it makes sense for me to go with you to London on what could be a romantic trip. But within the larger context of your life, the people who have been with you for longer throughout this journey for your career path, they should be the ones to go with. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's it's very sweet. I, th- I think it's very, uh, very respectful of Boone. It's a great thing for Boone. It doesn't feel like they've cut him out in favor of some. Uh, it is a girl power message, but it has a lot to say about all of the characters involved, including the man <laughs> that he is sure. right. Confident. And very respectful and supportive of her to say, yeah, maybe I am not the one to do this with you. I would love to support. I'd love to fund somebody else more appropriate to do this with you. Somebody for whom this is going to have a lot more meaning. It's a great reward. It's a great representation uh, and gratitude for her best friend, Tasha, always being there. In addition Mm -hmm. to the vibrator, you also get to go to London. Uh, and, and, and a nice way to mentor shoppers. Yeah, in this, London. <laughs> right. This movie does end in a, a very positive place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, I think that's kind of all I have to say about mm-hmm. this film. It, do you have a, 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 any more no. final thoughts here, or is it bingo no. time? I think it's bingo time. Okay. I am pulling up my bingo sheet here and bringing it on screen. Well, why is it? Uh, that seems like it got trimmed. Why is it trimmed? Weird. Let's see here. Boom, there we go. Okay. I uh, don't know why that was all messed up. But anyways, here's our bingo cards. Let's see. Um, man, we don't have she's with the wrong guy. No. I felt like she was she was, you know, she's a good. good uh, I don't think guy. I've no, got any no this titties. week. Right. I didn't I, I didn't account for any. Well, I've got a kid plays matchmaker for parent. So I've got some form of a rom-com trope on here, but not anything that applies to this story. Do did we have a literary illusion in this? I think that was in our long list of options that we could have pulled from. Hard. Oh, well. I I just don't remember a specific one, and if they're specifically pulling from plays, I'm not familiar with them. So, yeah, I feel like you could cross that one off if there had been a scene where she's like, OK, have you ever seen this story? Do you know how that character have you ever seen this play? Do you know how that character is feeling? That's how I feel. If there was something like that where it was a very overt inclusion of a piece mm-hmm. of literary work, then I feel like you could cross it off. But I feel like just the background noise of plays, theater. What <laughs> I don't about- know if that quite gets us there. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't put just background no noise, but uh, what about cool teacher? She she is oh, a teacher. Oh, yes, yes. OK, so because I, I do have that one. 
I'll give you another, a cool teacher. Another possible one that I could do would be an adult who just doesn't understand. But I, I feel like that's I- iffy. I'm I'm thinking more of like Chandra's mom or Chandra's yeah. father, but her father is more so out of the picture rather than. Mm-hmm. I feel like her family doesn't understand her. There is that scene where she her mom's talking about like, oh, one of my friends here at the baby shower is going to go to New York. Could you recommend a play for her to see? And Jessica's talking about all this that, yes. intense new age theater. And then, her, who and then she's doesn't like, understand. Yeah, and then the neighbor's like, oh, I've heard cats is good. <laughs> but yeah. I, here's the thing, though. I feel like when we wrote down adult who just doesn't understand, is Jessica young enough I mean, for she's us 25 to put that down? In, in right. this film. Like, that's still, she's, I mean, she's an adult, right? But she's yeah. also still a kid, kind of. Mm. But she is, yeah. like, it, I, I think especially at her parents' ha- house it re- really reinforces that like oh yeah you are you, you, be, a kid you in lose this space. years of your life yeah yeah um okay yeah i'd give you that one then cool so then if that's the case i think those are the only two that i have from this one here cool teacher beneficial and adult who just doesn't understand there we go Still no bingos. I'm uh, I have I, I almost have a diagonal one here. I, I guess on, on, on screen, it's the diagonal that 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 way here. Uh, I need a villain with a pet and I need a character Ooh. who gets hit through a building. That's my closest one. So and then you you need. You you have a couple that are like three away. Yeah, you you need like Santa might be real, breaking the rules of time travel, uh, and tall f- friend and small friend. Tall guy. <laughs> well, I guess we have that. I guess we have that between uh, Jessica and Tasha. Jessica's very tall. Sure. I, I can. You know what? You're right. I'd give myself. T- Tall friend, small friend on this? Okay, I, I'll, I'll go for it. I won't fight it. Tall friend and small friend. Yeah. Cool. So that means in that row, you now only need two Ooh. more. S- S- Santa might be real and breaking the rules of time tr- tr- travel. Okay. The race is on. Who will get the first review show bingo of the year? <laughs> you don't know. Let me save that one. Changes have been saved. And bring us back to our main screen here. Uh, recommendations. Melissa, uh-huh. if people liked this, what else might they enjoy? Uh, I want to recommend just theater as a concept. Go out this year, see a play. Could be a musical. It could be a small, like, black box one act. Go see some live improv. Go see adult theater. Go see a children's show. Yeah. See it. Live performance. Um, and I was struggling to come up with anything else because this isn't a genre I spend a lot of time in. But I think you, you came up with something very apt. School of Rock. Watch School yeah. of Rock. Always a winner. 
That's also been adapted into a Broadway musical. Let's see if it's playing in a theater near you. There you go. Yeah, School of Rock is definitely a great one uh, to recommend for this stuff. Um, yeah, I uh, let's see. What what did we... So I guess last year we did Love Alarm. I, I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. recommend that. Uh, you definitely well, recommend just, Love Hard. Love Hard would be good. I would say, yeah. That, that's a good recommendation. So, Love Love Heart is more of a Christmas rom com, but mm-hmm. it, to to me, one of my per, per problems with both rom coms and Christmas rom coms is that they don't need to be at Christmas or themed uh-huh. around holiday. Like you could do Love Heart at any time of the year. It did not need to be a Christmas story. It just happened mm-hmm. to be one. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, love, love heart is a good one there. Cause it also does kind of revolve around the, like meeting someone on a yeah. dating app and being set up and things go wrong there. And then f- ending up like fall, falling in love with a guy that you didn't really expect to fall in yeah. love with. So yeah, that, that is a good one. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. And we covered that last december uh in one of our christmas picks here so if i can find what number it was it was christmas. number 186 one yeah yeah not long ago not long ago indeed so those are some good recommendations love hard Ooh. and school of rock <laughs> good stuff good stuff uh, Melissa, it is your turn to do the pitches it is. for this week. What do you got for me? Uh, we've been watching a, a, a lot of movies lately, TV. We've got a manga we've been reading. I presume comics may be coming up soon in conjunction with the release of The Batman. Not yeah. to tell you how to do your job. I just presumed you would be doing that. So mm-hmm. I thought, let's, let's make sure we get some audio dramas in here. One of my favorite sure. mediums. Uh, oh, first yeah. audio drama is the new year. Let's get him in early. They commit well, to doing at least one audio drama every year. More if we can help it. So two of these are things I think I've pitched before. Because if I find a show I really like, I'd like to showcase it. Uh, so two are sure, re- yeah. repeats from I think last year. Uh, but one of them is new. Pitch number one. This is an audio drama called The Left Right Game. This is produced by Q Code, uh, produced and starring Tessa Thompson. And she plays a journalist who hears about these people playing a, a bizarre game, a bizarre folklore game called the left right game, where you get in your car, you start in some city that is a grid format, and you take a left, a right, a left, a right over and over again, looping in that pattern. Every time there is a turn to take, the next turn must be a left or a right, according to the pattern. And if you keep doing this after enough time, you will cross the boundaries of reality. You will go into, like, another dimension. And so this thing's just been, like... Another dimension. (laughs) This thing's been urban legend, and she decides, uh, as a journalistic project, to take up with a group of people who are going to try and do this, go as far as they possibly can. So it is her recordings of this journey, all the interesting characters she meets. Nobody goes by a, a, a full name. 
They they all just have like code names they refer to each other uh, as across these walkie talkies they're using as they cross into these dimensions. So it's interesting. It's mysterious. It's eerie. Uh, then she's also like mailing recordings to an old friend back home and he's trying to piece together what's happening to her. Hmm. Yeah, okay. this is a, a very, very impressive one. Very detailed soundscape on the left right game. Yeah. Pitch number two. This is another repeat pitch. This is Look Up. This is from the Atypical Artist Network who created uh, um, the Bright Sessions. Uh, yeah. Produced and created and starring Brigham Snow from hey. the, the Bright Sessions. You remember? And this is a story about these two boys, two teenage boys whose parents are astronauts who went on a mission to Mars. And they've been gone for years. And now it's when they're due to travel back. They're due to return to Earth. And these two boys who were minor celebrities at the time like there was this huge public interest focus on these astronauts mm -hmm. and on their families and who they're going to be leaving behind so the world knew these two sons of these astronauts who would be gone one of them i think their the, their mom left and he's been living with his dad the other one both of his moms left and he's been living with a, an aunt or a grandma i think and they, so these two kids were like very closely bonded and then didn't see each other for years and now they're coming back together to wait uh to hear it like cape canaveral or some similar place in florida for yeah. their moms to land back on earth and it's about them reconnecting catching up on each other dealing with having been these public figures all these worries about you know their, their parents being safe what are my parents going to think about me they haven't seen me since i was it was a little boy are they going to like who i've grown up to become Am I going to feel differently about them? Are they different people coming back from this space mission? Yeah, sure. so this is a more of an interpersonal drama with like a sci-fi backdrop. It's more about the human emotions of people who are subject to sci-fi happenings. Uh, I think there's a bit of a romance between these two boys too. I, I, I like to s subject myself to sci-fi happenings every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> the sci-fi collateral emotional damage uh pitch number three this is a not a new show i think it came out in maybe 2019 but i just found out about it a week or two ago this okay. is a show called brimstone valley mall this is Ooh. produced by uh, you uh, love your malls <laughs> i do love malls this is produced by a group called the whisper forge i think this was created yep. by Kristen de mercurio who's the name i recognize from other audio dramas was that the whisper, ours the whisper forge i think the whisper forge yeah it, it, yeah yeah uh kristen played the main character in ours paradoxica mm. and then i think the like production team behind it went on to make uh the whisper for i think it was ours paradoxica now i'm i'm questioning if it was that or greater boston oh but I don't remember, but still. I never listened to a stuff. lot of either of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> both, I, I both loved shows of Greater yes. Boston. Uh, that, that one has been, that, that one was fantastic. I didn't listen to all of it. I think they're still making it, but it, that, wow. I loved it. Yeah. Boston, still great. Uh, mm -hmm. Brimstone Valley Mall. Oh, all these shows are 10 episodes. Okay, I, cool. I guess that somehow became the standard audio drama season. 
All of them are 10 episodes and one self-contained season. All these seem to be complete stories, I think. Um, Brimstone Valley Mall. The year is 1999. Lurking somewhere between Hot Topic and the food court, five misfit demons from hell kill time inciting sin in a suburban shopping mall. When the lead singer of their band goes mysteriously missing, the demons will leave two weeks to find him before they play the biggest gig of the millennium or face the wrath of Satan herself. Awesome. Melissa, so, we're, we're listening to that one. <laughs> we we it's have a, to. It's a difficult premise to disagree with. It really is. But yeah, just uh, like... No, no, knowing how much this one fits your (laughs) aesthetic is just like, I I have to, I have to pitch this one. It's an infernal 90s mall. Those are like three of my favorite things. Yes. Yeah, I've listened to the first two episodes of this to check it out. It is kind of like a workplace comedy, but with (laughs) demons. I I see that you were careful not to 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 put too many things in there to let me know, Kyle. This is the one we're we're doing this one. No, I would have I would have gladly taken either any of these. Like I said, I've listened to the right left game before. It's really impressive, Uh, and I wanted to give us a variety of genres. You know, Brimstone Valley Mall is very much a comedy. Left right games, a real like sort of tense mystery thriller with a lot of eerie fantastical things happening don't look mm-hmm. up was more of a small interpersonal emotional drama that's also about astronauts kind of <laughs> there you go oh. well yeah i i think we should do Br- brimstone valley mall that one sounds fantastic mm-hmm. um, yeah and I, yeah i'm i'm excited to check that one out i think it's good that we're getting in a- a- audio drama in i know i i like to do the same thing and at least pitch one audio drama sometime in the year so we at least mm-hmm. get like one or two in in the yeah, year yeah i like it i feel like sometime it's something there, i've so. never seen another show cover i've seen audio yeah. dramas and like behind the scenes where like this is how you produce an audio drama but i, I don't see anybody else discussing Reviewing the narrative them. of an audio drama uh, the way yeah. people talk about movies or comics or something yeah cool Cool. Burdenstone Valley Mall. Uh, mm. You guys can get that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so go check it out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or j- j- who knows what. Um, yeah, that's what we will do for this next week. Uh, last little bit there. Don't forget in two weeks, uh, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, is the end of the month. Uh, so we will be doing our end of the month special, which is the second half of our coverage of uh, Knights of Sidonia, a manga um, that most of it is available on Comixology Unlimited. Volumes 1 through 12 uh, are available. We covered volumes 1 through 8. Eight at the end of January, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. So we will be reading the remainder, the final seven volumes of that. I will have to go in there and purchase those volumes so we can read the finale of, of, mm-hmm. of that book. But that's what we will be covering um, in two weeks. So if you guys want to get a jump start on that, go ahead and start reading volumes uh, what is it? Nine through fifteen. That we're yeah, ch- I think that's what out? we're yeah, doing. We did the first eight. So, 
9 through 15 of the Knights of Sidonia. Go check it out. Big sci-fi mech versus alien drama that's happening out, out in space. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a giant dick tentacle. So, you know. There is. Take that as you will. <laughs> but not the way you'd think about there being a giant dick tentacle from perhaps another anime or manga. It's a weirdly yes. sweet, innocuous tentacle. It just looks like a dick, but doesn't behave like a dick. More more romantic than more like hentai themed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, uh, yeah, ro- more, more romantic comedy than than uh, than hentai than erotic mm-hmm. art f- f- film. <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, next week, Brimstone Valley Mall, as we've been saying with that, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other show, Saturday Morning Obscurities, a show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Uh, Coming up, I think the week after this episode drops, we're going to be talking about My Brother and Me, which is an old sitcom from like early Nickelodeon days, like early to mid 90s. Just about this, this black family and these two young brothers growing up. Uh, getting into scrapes, and they have a best friend named Goo, who always is a scheme. Do you remember Goo? Good old Goo. We're here to talk about Goo. There you go. Uh, I'm not to be confused with my brother, my brother and me. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, good stuff. You guys always find some interesting cartoons to talk about so and live action we do we throw the live action in there too shows movies all sorts of things good stuff if you guys want to stay up to date with me i'm at yo kyle springer on twitter and if you guys want to stay up to date with all the stuff that we do here at the whatnots we are at the whatnots on twitter so please go like, share, subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, if you like this show, if you like what we do here, please leave a kind rating and review. That would also help us out a ton to get uh, this in front of more people. Um, yeah, I think that is about it, though, for this week. So we will see you all next week. This has been episode 193 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.